This episode of Date Night is supported by ED Wine Company. If you're located in the GTA, Hamilton, Kitchener, or Guelph, you need to check out ED Wine Company. Sommelier Elizabeth Davies curates four wines for you and delivers them right to your door. Each bottle comes hand-wrapped with tasting notes about what you're sipping. It's an approachable way to explore the world of wine and helps you learn a thing or two along the way. So check them out on Instagram at edwineco and go to edwine.ca to sign up for either a monthly delivery like Shane and I get and it is the best thing ever, or just a single wine package, whatever works best for you. And when you sign up, make sure to use the promo code thisfamilytree10 to get 10% off. Again, that's edwine.ca and thisfamilytree10. But Alex. Yeah, Shane. Date night must begin. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm here with my husband, Shane. I was mean to Shane tonight. But I got a feeling. Everything's going to be all right. Welcome to date Date night. I always wonder, Jane, every time we do these, I always wonder if somebody's listening for the first time, what they think of us listening to these intros. If they're going to judge us off that, I don't want them listening to the pod at all, unless they really, really like it, in which case, welcome to date night. It's a bold statement and I like it. It's not that, no, nothing bold about that. You want someone in your life who doesn't like you? <laughs> Let's talk about this. Is that what you want? I don't want that. I Is that only, what you really, really, really I, want? Uh, zig zig. Zig zig. If what did they, they want to be, it's zig zig ah, isn't it? Yeah, but okay. if they want to be my listener, I don't think that's what you said. If they want to be my listener, they gotta, gotta get, get with, with our intros. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, like every date night, Shane and I start off by opening up a bottle of wine that we have never tried before that we've gotten in our Ed Wine subscription. This is champagne. It's champagne tonight. We're sparkling wine, and we try to guess the tasting notes because, as I said in the read off the top, each bottle comes with like really uh, intricate notes about where the wine is from, what you can expect to taste in it, and it gives you a little bit of history, what to eat it with, whatnot. So tonight, Shane grabbed a sparkler. <laughs> He's going to try to open it. <laughs> He's just taking off all the... Shane, I got to take a picture of this puppy still. What? Well, to do our little thingy. We got to keep it looking nice to a degree. All right. Watch the light there, babe. <laughs> ready? Ready. <laughs> Whoa! <Shane>. <laughs> that one. Did you shake it up or something? No. It that really that really exploded. Hold on, let me get a towel. All right, baby, pour us up. All right, so I I have to note that while Shane was uh trying to open that wine, not trying to, you did it, you did it well, but. As you were pressing the top, like we have it's one, a cork, yeah. the cork, but we have like only one piece of artwork that's, you know, worth more than $10 in this house. And he was pointing it for a moment directly at that piece of artwork. And it's like been passed down from generation to generation. So cheers, babe. All right. So we are drinking Contati Castaldi Francia Corta Brut. Is that from New Jersey? <laughs> so Francia Corta. I'm not great at sparkling mm. champagne or wine. Okay. I guess champagne can only be from France and champagne France, right? Mm-hmm. This one's really unique. And here's the thing. I wish my tongue was better at this too with sh- with sparkling wine. And after reading brioche on one month ago, I taste – that's the first thing that comes to mind. But I taste – you know, it's like um, – like a brioche, but not just that, but with icing sugar on it, this one. Like mm-hmm. it's quite sweet, but in a nice light way. I can taste that. And it's very um, high tannins. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. 
Yeah. Okay. Let's read it. Brioche with icing sugar. Let's go. It's Italy's response to champagne, a.k.a. their most premium sparkling wine. They make it using the same techniques and are quality focused. In our case, we have a blend, 80% Chardonnay, 10% Pinot Blanco, 10% Pinot Nero. This wine has been aged on its lease for 26 months. I don't know what that means. We got to look that up later. L-E-E-S. Well, they're not out to buy, right? (laughs) Hold on. We have touched on the concept of lease before. I don't remember that. Oh, no, my brain is failing me. But you have a million things on the go. So here is a reminder. Elizabeth. Wait, did she make these specifically for us? <laughs> I feel like this has been made specifically for us. Holy wow. moly. She's reading my brain. Okay. So here's the reminder. We are referring to the yeast cells from the second fermentation that break down and impart adi- additional flavors. How did these processes come together in our glass? The color is a stunning pale yellow and the bubbles are persistent. There are florals, lemon, lime, apple, and a touch of anise. The thyme on lease has given a slight nutty character too. And I think that's where the brioche kind of comes in maybe, right? I don't Not know. Not that brioche is nutty, but it's more that like bready, earthy tone. Okay, I, that's I'm just what try- lost I'm, me. Okay. I'm trying to make connections here. Don't, don't try to. This would be a great brunch bottle because it would go well with an array of food. And it does go well with an array of food. Shane and I ate uh, Taco Bell tonight. We went real high class for date night. And I got to say, this is this feels like delight in my mouth right now. Yeah, it's the champagne of beers. It's like really delightful. What Isn't is it? the champagne of beers? Isn't it Bud? No. What is it? Miller Lite. Uh, MGD? I actually don't know. Let me look it up. Miller High Life is the champagne of beers. Nice. Oh my gosh, Shane, this is actually okay. We've had a few bottles of sparkling wine. Every sip, take another sip right now. Do it. Every sip, I fall more in love. Like, I really love this bottle. Really, really love it. It's excellent, excellent. But like, sometimes, like, you're not a huge sparkling wine guy. Sometimes we have it and you're like, no, I like it, but you know, I'd prefer something else that wasn't sparkly. This is awesome. I picked this bottle tonight. You did? What? Okay, what led you to a uh, sparkler? I wanted to have some fun. Just popping the cork alone to me is worth the price of admission. You were, (laughs) as mentioned in the intro, you were being mean to me tonight. So I'm like, we need to celebrate. We also, we got Taco Bell tonight. Yeah. And I loved it, but I felt like you were embarrassed by the Taco Bell. So I I was thinking, I want to have fun now that I've embarrassed Alex by our meal. What do you mean? How embarrassed how? Well, when I brought up the fact that having that we were going to have Taco Bell two weeks in a row, I was like, you were like, okay, yeah, fine. Where normally you're excited for Taco Bell. <laughs> Typically, you take this interesting, beautifully shot and composed video for every date night and you put it to your Instagram. You chose to forego that because I think it was like the ideology was, okay, having Taco Bell once for date night is kitsch and cool, but doing it two weeks in a row is trash and we're not trash, so I can't put that out there. I don't feels think very it's, inauthentic. I guess I don't think it's trash. The, Why didn't the, you put it out on the, the internet? The honest truth, because we had a different bottle before our date night bottle, and it was a different bottle than we were doing tonight. No one. Who's gonna know? Who's gonna know? <laughs> I, I have to have the authenticity, babe. <laughs> so I'm gonna. But you take... can just show that we're having a meal on date night and say, "Hey, we're starting with this bottle, which was introduced to us by Ed Wine, because true. our favorite bottle of wine is from Pearl Morissette." Introduced to us by Edie Wines. 
And who knows? This could be our next favorite bottle of wine. And the way it's going tonight seems like it could be with you seems loving like it could this be. delicious Italian sparkling champagne. I love an Italian. So that was my first wine. question. Are you embarrassed to talk about? And were you in any way embarrassed to post it on your Instagram for no. the second week in a row? You no. swear, swear. You pass the lie detector. Swear. Pass the lie detector. Shane, hey. we could eat Taco Bell four nights a week and I wouldn't be embarrassed. I might, four nights a week maybe I might because be then people might judge my parenting choices. But no, I'm Wait, not embarrassed. Wait, the kids are eating it too? No, I'm just, I, well, I think if people think that I'm eating Taco Bell four days a week, they are probably like, what is she feeding her kids? Can you pour me a little bit more of this? Yeah. Please? Now, what is your question? Hold on. Ooh, I like that bottle too. Alex yeah. just ripped the paper off and it's, it's a naked. nice bottle. I got the Brute. bottle naked. That used to be a, um, that was like my first cologne. I, every, guess I think that's every guy's first cologne. Hold on. Don't take a sip. Let's bring them outside for a second. Okay, Shane. Starting off easy. Give me a celeb couple that at one point in your life you idolized or like you made you think of romantic relationships in a different way or made you romanticize relationships in the sense that you'd look at them and be like, that's the kind of relationship I want to be in. Like they look so happy or perfect or whatever it was. Owen Wilson and Kate Hudson. They were together? I forget this. Yes, they did a movie called You, Me, and Dupree. Right. Got together in that movie. Had this passionate love affair. In real life? Yeah. And then they broke up for some unknown reason. I'm assuming she broke up with him. And then Owen Wilson attempted to kill himself. Is that when? Is that why he did? Because it, That's like- the speculation. It, it happened right around that time. And I can only assume that's why it happened. See, they look so great together in my brain. I don't remember their relationship. Well, if though. you look up old interviews with them, it's like the flirting and everything. Like you can see them totally like in the throes of love. And it was just, it felt like how I felt when I was really crushing on someone hard mm-hmm. and you're in that initial phase. And then Dak Shepard was the person after that. And then I felt like, oh, that's kind of like my vibe too. Wait, huh? what do you mean? Like he dated Kate Hudson? Yes. What? After that. I didn't know that. And he would put his hair up in like this like funny like little top ponytail. And he, the, they'd be partying in Muskoka. And what? there'd be these How? paparazzi photos. Yeah. I had no idea. And here's the thing. That was all happening when my Bob Chu was alive. And she was like the tabloid queen. Because she got subscriptions, like delivered to her house weekly or like twice a week. Was she of, a big Dak Shepard fan? I don't know. She just loved tabloids. And oh, she just like punk. She just knew he was on. <laughs> she, but you go to her house and twice a week she'd have brand new tabloids. And like with all the celeb gossip. That's crazy. I, I can't believe that I forgot that or didn't know that in the first place. What about you, Al? Mm. You're going to say like Baby Shambles or something. Like, no, no, no. What's her name? Who dated Pete um, Doherty? Uh, Kate Moss. Yeah. Uh, no, no, they're too, they're too druggy for me to be romanticizing anything. But you were like a punk person. Yeah, but I was like a druggy punk. Like, here's the thing. You We've told had, me Kate, stories when you were young, you romanticized weird stuff. Yeah, but not like drug use. I was never into that. But uh, Pamela DeBar, former podcast guest, which I was super excited about. She is one of the like most famous groupies to have existed. It's like her and B.B. Buell, like that type any of her relationships, I romanticize a lot, even though, I mean, this is when I was younger. It's so, like they weren't mature relationships. And she talks about that too. She was a fantastic interview, by the way. Go listen to that one. But 
any of her relationships were super interesting to me, but I think that nothing really had me hooked as much as Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Wow. I was really That's into shocking. That. Especially because you, you're not a person who can like a man if he's unfaithful in any way. I know, babe. I know. Anytime anything like that happens in a movie, like, I thought I liked him. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> yeah, in a movie or in real life or. If an actor or like um, uh, an athlete is or a bachelor known, contestant or a bad, if it's known that they've cheated on somebody, I uh, I can't mm-hmm. do it anymore. I write them off in my brain. When Claire from the season of The Bachelorette didn't work out with her boyfriend, what was his name? Dale. Dale. You really liked Dale until you didn't. Because you assumed the breakup was because he was a bad guy in some way. And cheating on her. But then they got back together. And then it's like, I like Dale again. I don't trust anybody, babe. But but here's the thing. The thing with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I was never enamored with Aniston. And this is like as a younger person. Not like in the show Friends. This is more of a Seinfeld Friends issue than anything. Maybe. Maybe. You hate Friends. I do hate Friends. But I loved Angelina Jolie. She was like the tops for me as a young girl. Oh, me too. She was so cool. She was a great actress. And like the films that she chose were so edgy and like badass. And I was like, oh, she is so cool. I don't mean to hurt you here, Alex, but you're very much a Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Maybe that's why I like Angelina Jolie so much. It's because I can aspire to the badassery, even though it's like I'm like a very much a cheese ball and um, just so not badass or like cool in that aloof way. And I'm just so like out there and, you know, word vomit, all that stuff. But you can be fairly aloof. <laughs> Angelina Jolie was just the coolest woman in my brain ever to walk the face of the earth and you did an amazing costume of her for in Male- maleficent 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 yes i did i, th- I thought that was very good and i and suck at makeup like thank yeah. you yeah no i suck at makeup and i even managed to do that like decently um but brad pitt again he's the tops like he's like my number one modern guy like i put him up there with better than leo better than leo I, he's up there with like paul newman Cary grant because what he has over Leo is just this like, just it's a raw masculinity. Leo might be too pretty. He might be too soft. There's something to it. Brad Pitt, it's just, I'm a man. And that's, yeah, I don't know. I love it. Do I exude any of those qualities? Yeah, yeah. You're, you see, you look more manly than you act. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Yeah. I like but, that. And here's the other thing. I've recently uh, renewed my um, celeb crush for uh, Burt Reynolds, even though he's past his heyday. Is he alive? No. He's, <laughs> he's definitely past his heyday. <laughs> so, like, today I took the girl shopping for the first time to the mall, and the we were passing all these trucks, and Lucy has a thing where when we pass a truck, she goes, Bye, mister! And then I was like, all right, we're talking to trucks. We're going to get into Smokey and the Bandit theme song. So we listened to the Smokey and the Bandit theme song. We were stuck in traffic. With my stepmom in the car? She. This is before we picked her up. Oh, okay. But we listened to it for a half hour. For a half an hour. Listened to the same song over and over. Uh, Eastbound and Down by Jerry Reed. Take a look at it. But uh, it was just so fun. Because after you and I watched Smokey and the Bandit a few weeks ago, Bert. I- 
again, that masculinity. And babe, you got that. Mm. Like you, if you're just standing there, not talking, you know, and stuff like that, like you like are so just like, I think you could chop down a tree and build a house with it. You do. Yeah. If, if you're not like talking about stuff, <laughs> I would assume that you could chop down a tree and build a house with it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Kill a bear. Okay. My question here. I'm going to keep it in the celeb realm. Okay. Just I like this. I like this. By mere coincidence, we're on the same wavelength. What celebrity lookalike of mine would you want to get intimate with the most? Johnny Depp. Wait, wait, wait. I'm okay. going to go through some options here. Zach Braff. Dak Shepard, Pedro Pascal, mm. or Johnny Depp, and then in parenthesis I put young and hot version. Yeah, yeah. So, so here for me it's between Pedro Pascal, Johnny Depp. But but see, and we gotta go Johnny Depp. I mean, not even like Crybaby. He's like beautiful, but I, I mean like even a little older than Crybaby phase when he gets slightly scruffier. Mm-hmm. See, that's the best look, the slightly scruffy. But then Pedro Pascal. Uh, it's in between those two you have to pick one though oh babe this is tough johnny okay who who would i pick for you let's name some people you look like here okay so the ones that i've gotten not that i agree with them um what's the girl lily reinhardt betty from riverdale amber heard estella warren um blake lively and those are the only ones i get really i always oh oh i i used to get amanda seyfried not anymore but when i was younger i did I'm going Blake Lively. Could you pass me more champagne, please? I'm yeah. in a celebratory mood. I like this. Is it because you're feeling good again? You're over me being mean? I'll never be over you being mean. <laughs> but I'm thinking about getting over. I'm beginning to think to start <laughs> bachelor talk for how they refer to themselves being in love with each other. <laughs> I'm beginning to think about starting to fall for you. I'm beginning to think about thinking about starting to fall for you. Okay, it's my turn. Romantically, which parent of yours are you most similar to? Wait. Gotta, <laughs> this is going to... I already feel perverted. No, 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 no. Like, um, in the way that they, like, show love or um, need love. Like, just, like, things like that. Like, uh, in the way that they treat Am their partner. Am I more romantically similar to my mom or my dad? Yeah. Like, it, like in how you treat relationships and things like that. Hmm. Okay. So I'm, I would say I'm more like my dad in a relationship mm-hmm. and I'm more, How so? like, I, I isolate myself with the partner. Mm. I'm not super social once I'm in a relationship, but I'm like my mom when I'm out of a relationship in the sense that I just need to get back in one as soon as possible because right. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> and I will hop around and date as much as possible just to get to that goal. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. But definitely in a relationship, I, I feel like I become my dad and, you know, I'm a big baby like my dad and you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like him. You're, a, you're my big baby. Yeah, I am. Um, okay, so I think that I am like my mom in that I like, but my dad likes constant affection here. Here's the thing. He just doesn't say it out loud. My mom's just so uh, ready to give it that he never has to ask for it. And my dad's, he's incredibly loving too and complimentary. And I think you're more like your mom just as an outsider perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in, in a lot of ways, outside of relationships and just like in just general life, I'm, I'm a lot like my dad and how I think carry myself. But within a relationship, I yes. think that I am, I you're, am much like my mom. 
yes, your personality, if relationships, if romantic relationships didn't exist in this world and every relationship was strictly platonic, mm -hmm. you're more like your dad. Yeah. In a relationship, you are more like your mom. Yeah. Your dad likes to get out there and be social, whereas your mom, like she, I, she talked about this when she was on this podcast because they hosted an mm -hmm. episode of Date Night, that she... Uh, John encouraged her to get out of her shell more and embrace mm -hmm. social lifestyle. Whereas I feel like your natural inclination is to just be with the partner. Yeah. And I feel like your mom's very malleable too in terms of doing fun things that their partner likes. And I feel absolutely. like you're very much like that. Yeah, absolutely. She's, my mom is very much game for anything that yeah. like my dad will suggest something like wild and wacky that they'll do for like a date. And my mom's like, oh yeah, 100% on board. And yeah, I, I feel very much the same. Well, but we've hold on. cracked that code. Yeah. We need a little more ice here. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, next my question. question or hit, yours? hit me. You. Would you be angry or upset if I did psychedelic mushrooms when I was out for the first time post quarantine? Did you? Would you be mad if I did though? Well, I'd be mad if all this time went by and you didn't tell me. But let's say I did tell you the second I got home. Would you be upset? I, I guess I'd be jealous that you're having an experience without me. Hmm. I'd be jealous. I, I'd definitely be jealous. I like party Shane. And it's like, it's hard to get party shame because it's like when one of us can party, the other one has to stay home and watch the kids. So it's like, you know, either we're parenting and work relationship people and then we can't be party people together. And I get jealous when one Alex, of us gets to do that. Alex says she likes party shame. But when we were both without children and I was out partying, she wouldn't be within a football field's distance from me. Well, because that, okay, Shane, that was in the very beginning. And that was because, as people know, I was well, trying to. we had to, kids pretty much right I was trying to make you jealous. Oh. So you were like, oh, I can't live without Alex. I need to be with her all the time. Mm, worked in the opposite way. <laughs> well, clearly not. I got you nailed down with two babies. But wait, did you? No, I didn't. All right. What if I, I want, what if I did? No. And I didn't tell you for a week later. I, I would only be wonder why you didn't tell yeah, me. Yeah, but wouldn't you be bothered, like... That you didn't tell me. Like, see, like, not not mad or anything, but just, like, bothered, like, internally, like... Eternally? Internally. I wouldn't. Hmm. Well, you're a better person than me, then. Well, finally you said it. <laughs> okay. What are your favorite things about yourself, not looks, and least favorite things? Start with the least, then give me okay. your favorite thing, but not, not looks. Am but I actually, changing this... Look, not looks, and then looks thing. Sorry. Least favorite and then favorite. You, you've added too much to this pot, and my brain can't <laughs> come. Okay, I'll, ta I'll talk you through it. Give me your least favorite thing, and then your favorite thing about yourself, looks. I don't want to do that. Okay, then not looks. Okay, so I don't want to do looks. Okay. Least favorite thing about myself, I would say it's hard for me to be content, mm -hmm. and I'm always quite frustrated <laughs> you seem content right now which is nice i get contented when you seem contented well I mean, it's because we're having such a good time on date night always and we are drinking this fabulous wine so that helps mm. and what's my what's my most favorite yeah. thing oh i think i was blessed with a sense of humor that's pretty good great sense of humor you even laugh at my poop jokes to be nice to me you have the best sense of humor. You are funny. And not only are you a funny person and can make uh, any mundane situation 
funny and fun mm. but you are a good laugher like if something happens or if i like say something goofy like you'll laugh with me or if you don't laugh with me you'll do something to make it funny and to make it a big situation you know what i mean yeah now just about your looks here i want to focus <laughs> on that. what what do you hate the most about your appearance my knees my knees my knees your knees yeah they, they like... don't appear to be strange <laughs> Like maybe they don't function properly. No, maybe and, they're in and, pain. And here's the thing. No, no, Those no. are attractive knees, though. Oh, thank you, babe. Yeah, I don't find them so, but... um. I did not think you would say knees. Yeah, yeah. My knees are probably my least favorite thing. But, um, you know, I'm trying not to focus on that. And I've been wearing shorts. Here's the thing, babe. I don't know if you noticed. When we first dated, I never wore shorts outside of basketball shorts. Um, when I was working out. Never. I always only wore jeans in the summer or dresses. I am now wearing shorts all the time. In fact, I bought new shorts this summer mm-hmm. and I'm saying, F it. I'm going to show these knees off. Get them some air. Oh, you were out in your panties the other day doing burpees. <laughs> I just wanted to say panties like that. We have banned the word panties in our house, oh, by and, the way. And we Nona, hate this word. Yeah, known. Well, I don't. I feel uncomfortable saying panties at, at all times. <laughs> but if it's referred to like a three-year-old girl having panties, that is, to me, egregious. And Nona's <laughs> been here. And inexplicably, Nona's been saying panties even more. But she's just saying it in a different way. She's going, Lucy, get your panties on. Oh, I'm sorry. Underwear. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say panties. <laughs> so she's doubling. Wait, has she said that? Every, like she's real every time so i'm hearing panties way more one just saying panties then two i'm sorry i shouldn't say panties so panties has doubled in this household well the okay the fur the thing that led me that made me realize I, I can't refer to like my daughter's undies as panties was, we had like a bunch of like clean laundry on the couch like if i take a big thing of laundry out of the dryer and i don't have time to fold it there's this one great chair in our living room and Come on, if you're listening, you have a place in your house like this. Do not lie to me. You have a place, whether it's a chair, a table, whatever, where you just throw that clean laundry and it sits there until you go and fold it. And if you're the type of person that doesn't have this place in your house, then you are a freak of nature and you need to teach me your ways. Anyhow, could we talk about how you said nature there? What did I say? I'll I'll replay it. I think it was freak of nature. Freak of nature. But I'm known for calling you out on saying you a word, are. Yeah. Anyhow, we had all this clean laundry here, and Lucy's going through it. She grabs a pair of undies of her undies and sticks them on Shane's head like a hat. And then we're all like running around. We have all got costumes on. Shane's costume is undie head man. And uh, then your mom comes by, or was it in a Zoom call or something? And she's like. Why are you wearing those panties on your head? And then you like rubbed him off in a really quick way. And we're just like, nope, nope. We're not talking about these as panties ever again. We're not calling their undies panties. And it just freaked us out. And that was it. And now that word is like a bad word in our house. Yeah. Um, wait, what was, the, what was the question? Was it the favorite things and What's least the favorite What's the least favorite thing about your personal? How did we get into panties? Okay. So. My oh, I said you went working out and you're, you did oh, burpees right, and right. panties. No, okay. So anyway, I wear shorts all the time now and it's great um, because I I am getting over that. But my knees and my favorite thing about myself, because it's just a place that I am able to put on muscle the most easily, is the old buttocks. I I like my butt lots and uh, 
you know like i i don't know i it's like the strongest part of my body for one and for two it's just like the biggest part of my body and i love it because like i work on making it big and because uh, you know like i do my squats all the time and stuff like that no mission accomplished <laughs> Now let's go to personality. I yeah, wasn't. Yeah. I was. I thought I was kidding asking you about your bod because I thought you were going to say no. That's off limits. But you embraced it, so we'll accept that answer. But seriously, about your personality, what's your least favorite and most favorite? My least favorite is um, is my jealousy. Although here's the thing: as much as I hate being jealous, it's like I have a hard time separating jealousy from intuition. So it's like a little bit of me trusts the jealousy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you you know if there's smoke, there's fire. That's an expression. <laughs> I know. Were you jealous with every man in your life? No, slightly jealous with my last ex-boyfriend. No, but nothing um, that was ever detrimental. Like nothing, but a little bit jealous, but nothing ever detrimental. But with you, more jealous. So anyway, that's my least favorite part. And because I do have a hard time letting go of that, even though I'm trying and blah, blah, blah. It's a big thing. But um, my favorite part, I think, is how I adapt very easily. I can, I can adapt. You think, put me in any situation and I will adapt and make friends or at least be friendly. And I will have fun. That's the thing. You put me in the worst situation of my dreams, like a nightmare situation. And in the end, I will somehow make the best of it and I will have a good time or there will be some something of my experience that will be memorable in a good way. If I I were to throw you to the wolves, would you return leading the pack? Mm, Maybe. That was so silly, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, yeah, I, I like I like how easy it is for me to adapt to new situations. Right. Do you think I'm adaptable? Uh, when it comes, what are you looking at? Let me look at your butt. Now things are off limits. I'm looking at like your put those away. Those tanned boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Alex got a full body tan and snooky in the house. Hey, but sorry, what was the question? Um, do you think I'm adaptable? Well, you weren't very adaptable to starting the blog. Like that was. No, I mean, like in. Oh, in socially. Not yes. doing work, Shane. Oh yeah. Okay. As long as we take that off the table. Yes. Social. Like you, you drop me in a room full of, I don't know, anybody. And I, I'm, I'll You're make good. a friend. You'll make a friend. Yeah. You're good. That's all I got, babe. Um, it's the opposite of me. Okay. I have one last question here. When will be the next time you ride a roller coaster? <laughs> what? When do you think the next time you'll ride a roller coaster? And what's your favorite? Roller coasters or water slides? Roller coasters. I like more than water slides because water slides get water up my nose. And I've had one really bad experience on a water slide where I bumped my head and it really hurt. And it kind of like kind of had me in a haze. And then it was I'm like still... those full tube ones. Yeah, it was right? a full Not the tube, tube one. Yeah. So I'm. I can't see. I'm like flipping over. My head got really hurt. And the whole time, like my head is like just like crazy pain. And then I'm getting water up my nose. I'm getting sprayed in the face. It's all dark. I can't see anything. And then I had a migraine. It was awful. Uh, And then and I ruined the day for my friend because her family took me. So that was bad. I like a roller coaster. I love a roller coaster. I love a wooden roller coaster. You put me on a wooden roller coaster. I'm having the time of my life. They're always the best. We get the fact that roller coasters is your answer. When do you think you'll ride a roller coaster next? (laughs) 
uh, hopefully next spring. I want to go to Disney with the kids and I want to ride a roller coaster there. Okay. Yeah. For me, I'm a water slide man. Mm-hmm. I love Confederation Park. It's a place in Hamilton, Ontario. I even had a time where I went, I decided to go down a water slide with a friend at the same time. Uh-oh. And anyone knows that's not allowed. You got to wait till the lifeguard says yeah. you can go. Wait, you have to wait how did con- you get by the lifeguard? I think there was like a turnover. Mm. And there was no one there for a split second. And me and my friend just went down together. And I was tickling him or something. And then <laughs> he was laughing. And Your then, friend or the lifeguard? No, I was tickling my friend as we okay. went down the water slide. And then I elbowed <laughs> him in the face, broke his nose, blood going all down the water slide. Oh, my gosh. We had to go to the ER right afterwards. Who? Which friend? Shamanart. <gasps> That's wild. Yeah. Wet That's and wild. wild. Wet and wild. So wait, so did uh, Sean Menard, your friend whose nose you broke, forgive you quickly for breaking Yes, we had a great day. That's hilarious. What about in the Emerge Room? Like, did you make more friends there? We did. That's so funny you ask. And that's where we met the most interesting character in the world. No way. Yes, he was clearly on something, Mm -hmm. but he was in the emergency to maybe come down from the substance he was on. Mm Mm-hmm. It could have been even meth, but he was just on fire. His brain was firing at all cylinders, and he was, <laughs> he was talking so fast, and he was just being hilarious, and we made good friends with him. That's awesome. And it was just one of those very memorable, adventurous days. That's But amazing. water slides is my answer. I'm a water park guy, and I always will be. That's all. Well, here's the thing, babe. There's some good water parks up in Disney. Yeah, I'm down. 100% down. Uh, okay, I've broken a nose once. It was, it's a person we both know, too. Oh, you broke someone's nose. Yeah. Who? Yeah. yeah. Nicole Nicholson. Oh, how? Mosh pit. Ah. With my favorite part of my body. Your butt broke her nose. My butt broke her nose. Wow. Were you... Ex- you weren't expelling gas. <laughs> no, I like... I got pushed or something, and she was also pushed, and she was like below me, and then I like bumped her nose with my butt but as i said my butt is like so muscular and uh big that it it broke her nose and she was like bleeding all over the place wow watch Mm -hmm. out for those butt cheeks people but (laughs) thank you for listening to this week's episode of date night i think it was a fun installment i think it's worth five stars but that's up to you and if you're too busy to do that just listening is enough Shane's so generous. I say give us the five stars. Love you so much. Everyone have a great rest of your week. Bye.